I bring you a message from the intergalactic. <laughs> Say some stuff. You should say some stuff. I am saying things. I'm saying things back to you. All right. And that's it works. How, okay. Good. It works. <laughs> oh, you know Metal Select, right? The arcade game. You know where you just like run and shoot. You know. Okay. Yeah, it's like it's that. Basically, I want to. Is it like one of these where you're like at the bottom of the screen and things are coming towards you? No, you're like an army army person, like, you know, a combatant, and, like, your little tiny guy, basically, or whoever character you want to pick on there, and you just have guns, and you shoot. It's like Contra. You play Contra? Yeah, this, you're at the bottom of the screen. Yeah, left to right. Go this way. Right. Yeah, left to right, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a scrolling thing. Yeah, yeah. platformer. Yeah, that's what it is. It's one of my favorite arcade games ever. But, yeah, just thinking about changing the sprites to, uh... Oh, yeah, have the first thing be, like, the, the first level be low-level city bureaucracy or something. Like, I don't know, what were you thinking you are mentioning? Oh, ideas, constructs, like uh, oh, yeah. little uh, red and blue orbs that are coming at you oh, yeah. and uh, this or that. You know, just kind of kind of the choice where you really don't have a choice. It's, you know, this or that, mm -hmm. which really is uh, pretty limiting. So what you're trying to teach kids is that when people give you choices, you should shoot them? Well, there's no sides to divide, yeah. so there's people playing a really bad game of Monopoly, but that board's on a table, and the table needs help right now because, uh, you know, the stool's a fool, and it's, uh, it's getting rattly. So just kind of getting out of those constructs so that we can actually, like, you know, observe the world through conscious eyes. You know, it's not jobs we need. It's, you know, it's clean water and... A future for children. You know, we can't say we love children if we're not taking care of the future for them. Like, what are, what were we left with? You know, what were our parents left with? And it keeps mm -hmm. going back and back. You know, forward thinking is uh, it's not making a dollar today always. Yeah. Yeah. My, also, my parents didn't leave me with nearly enough metal slug hacks, too. So I need, the world yeah. needs more metal slug hacks. Yeah. I just want a video game where you shoot up a DMV. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you can do that though. You could. Yeah, I thought like, that's what you guys were talking about. Yeah, that's. I mean, well, we talked about it a little bit. Like, yeah, like have like also a little. Low or just level. don't go to the DMV. Yeah. Just walk around it. Yeah, totally. You can choose. You know, you go to the DMV or you shoot at it or throw grenades at it. You know. I would and, play a video game where you just don't go to the DMV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> paper boy actually I'm not going to deliver these papers today <laughs> I'm just going to ride my BMX bike goes yeah. to the park <laughs> yeah. I mean those options should be there you know you shouldn't be forced to to this or that always so. yeah I feel like when it's when you're gonna when you when you know you're about to play Metal Slug though you're gonna play Metal Slug yeah you're, yeah. you're, you're, op, you're opting in to play Metal Slug <laughs> I give quarters to Metal Slug. I probably spent over twenty dollars playing Metal Slug at a, like I don't know the Fun Center, you know, in Reading. But I do want that game. I want to make it, and I want the game to end with like have like Donald Trump be like the third the third boss. You know, he's like not even anything. You know, it's just like the third boss. And then after that, you're like fighting people in like in like cloaks, doing seances, like calling down the Anunnaki yeah. from like Planet Nibiru and shit. You know? Yeah. The second boss would be the Bucket Brigade. You just fight a big bucket. Mm. <laughs> what is the Bucket Brigade? It was like a promise to give like uh, water to, to like farmers and ranchers, uh, but really what it is is like uh, diverting water. You know, and really kind of you know it's all part of the damn culture. And, uh, it's a damnation, you know. Is a it's usually a, an abomination. And, uh, yeah, it's no good. Yeah. I do like the idea of like a, a mechanized dam boss, though. Yeah. Like just like it's like a dam. It's like Shasta Dam or like any of the dams on like the Klamath or something, you know. But then it just like lifts up its like weird arms. I like the hose <laughs> yeah. idea too. It just starts spraying you like. <laughs> 
the weird meatball arms that yeah. you see on the metal slug with the turtle. Its head goes up to the yeah. side, and then, oh, like the multiple totally. layers that can. Yeah, some like turbines and stuff, you know, yeah. and, like arcing power, like electricity, like detaches itself from the grid, and just fighting you and shit. <laughs> Decepticon, damn. No, that's also a good premise. Yeah, like dams are actually just like giant robots that are just siphoning electricity, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then one day they just like wake up and they're like, "We have, we have enough." <laughs> and if it was a choose your adventure kind of game too, it's like. You could d- take this very, like, aggressive path and have to take care of all these things, or you could even skip that path and then go to, like, this other form of the game mm-hmm. where you're, like, uh, healing from a, another uh, another angle, another level, yeah. but leaving those options there. So, like, you know, someone's like, I don't like guns, and, you know, <laughs> they, go to a different, they go to a different mode of it. What's, what's the, oh, wait, I don't know, I forgot what I was even going to ask. Anyways. Yeah. All these dams got built in the past hundred years, right? Yeah. Most of them. That shit's fascinating. Shasta Dam was built, I think, in like... It was finished by like 1940. Motherfuckers are very excited about that shit. Yeah, totally. I mean, it used to be... uh, It really fucked everything up, though. Like, entirely. Like, that whole... The whole watershed down from, like... uh, Or the whole, like... uh, freshwater ecosystem from Sacramento River down just like got totally fucked because like the water that was released from the bottom of the lake was near freezing or something like that so it killed all the like freshwater mussels and a lot of the mammalian population all the way to like you know all the way to basically like Sacramento I think the water that's getting into the river is coming from the bottom of the the very bottom yeah it's cold all year round like super cold I think they actually put heaters down there now to heat it up. What? Yeah, they put coils to heat the water up as it leaves. That's cold. They couldn't just, yeah. like, put some more pipe going closer to the surface? Mm, I don't know. I guess not. Huh. They've built it weird. Morons. <laughs> yeah. There's also, like, literally, like, people in the dam, like, that, like, fell into, like, the concrete pouring situation, and they're just, they're just there now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's fucked up. The highway man. <laughs> yeah. I was a damn builder. <laughs> I was drunk on the job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Fell into the cement blob. <laughs> <laughs> I am not alive. <laughs> oh, my God. Somebody's granddad is really upset with this right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, that's a that's a crazy thing. I saw like pictures of like I don't know. Have you ever t- you, you can go take a tour of the dam for free? I think and it's pretty neat. You get to see like pictures of like how they built it and stuff. Even that's like totally fucked up and like the whole area was just like fucked and like barren because yeah. of like the mining they had going on and also the the dam building. They had a, a a conveyor belt that ran all the way from downtown Reading up to up Shasta Dam up to Sh- uh, the site. It was a conveyor belt. With rocks in the 30s. Huh. Miles long. I want a miles long conveyor belt. Yeah, just for kicks. Just yeah. to like, no, you can have one. I'll put kicks on it. And yeah. <laughs> bring them far away. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe we should, like, officiate. Uh, this is. We're, is this is still the. Yeah, we, we're Intergalactic Railroad. Yeah. Currently, okay. Intergalactic Railroad. Yeah. Times a million. Yep. Uh, are you guys using names? Or. Uh, uh. What? Oh, yeah, names. No, oh, what you got? Lone Star. Lone Star? Lone Star. Alright. Can you guys just refer to me as Snake for the duration of this recording? Yeah, Snake. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, anything for you, Snake? Yes. <laughs> 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 um, I don't even know. I'll just call you Owen. It's no big deal. Yeah, you can just call me Owen. Just, yeah, yeah, Owen's good. Yeah. You can also call you Jake. Jake. No. <laughs> I, don't, I absolutely don't want to be called Jake. Yeah. Lone Star. 
Snake and Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is alright actually. No, no, I don't like Josh either. Um, gosh, I want a name though. Yeah. Um. We can just call you. What about Bone Saw? Bone saw. Bone saw is ready. <laughs> Three minutes. Three minutes of playtime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bone saw is good. Yeah, you call me bone saw. I know someone named bone saw though. Who, who do I know named bone saw? No, I don't. It's know. you. Okay. Yeah. I guess it's me. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> it's me. Okay. Bone saw is fine. Yeah. You can also call me Dove. Dove, right. but it's more context-based. So. Yeah. Also, like quail. I was totally thinking quail earlier. Do you want to be dove? I'll be uh, quail, actually. Quail? Yeah. Okay. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sticking with snake. <laughs> yeah. hey, be as wise as a serpent and innocent as a dove. Or quail. <laughs> I just want everyone in the the podcasting universe to know that I'm currently, you know, have a chainsaw for a hand, and uh, I wear an eye patch. That's, yep. uh... <laughs> can, we get, can we get a fact check on that? Fact check is in, and it is correct. Yeah, it is correct. It is correct. <laughs> we do not have access to the fact check machine, yeah. so I will be the fact check machine for this session. Next session. Ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll just do that on a rotational basis. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Oh, okay. So, first interplanetary, whatever the fuck, session of the Intergalactic Railroad is now. Um, All right. So, yeah. This feels good. Yeah. Feels good. Yeah, feels pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait. Now. Mm. That's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so you guys, are, which space program are you? <laughs> which space program? Which space program are you? I mean, can life, pretty much. That's uh, hashtag can life. Mm. Um, I think that's like the most viable thing. Also, I don't know, space, you know? Space. I want to be there. I think that we should be there. We should take the moon. Um, There's got to be rules with the moon, though. You know, I've, uh, uh, no no growing uh, crops on the, the side of the moon that we can see because, you know, be that could really affect our weather patterns here drastically if we were projecting another uh, color down, mm-hmm. affect people's moods and do all sorts of things. But, huh. Uh, yeah kind of an issue and you know what we'd all wind up doing too is growing the crops in a giant like image of somebody's dick or something <laughs> yeah Just imagine if crabgrass took off you couldn't get rid of it yeah <laughs> 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 uh, uh, yep totally no they apparently the Chinese space program totally grew they sprouted seeds and grew shit on the moon yeah. it was only a couple days I think actually yeah. It a, did it not survive, or did it? Um, did they, was it just an experiment to sprout them? It was like a germination experiment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So after they were germinated, it was like a whole little automated box thing. Yeah. They couldn't really get a whole set up on the moon, yeah. but they confirmed like the shit germinated successfully, That's which so is probably insane. the hard part. Yeah. That's so insane. I mean, it probably wasn't actually that difficult, especially well, if it was climate controlled, then they, you know, which obviously yeah. it was, pressurized and yeah, let light in. Like literally let just just got sunlight on the moon and sprouted some rice and wheat. If you were below the surface, you know you had a uh, little bubble windows with a crystal in it that refracts the light to you know take it in like an hourglass and shoot it in so you can you know, have the same amount of space inside, have the light as the outside in a oh. sense. If you were to do something like that, that would be kind of nice uh, because you know of course the radiation of space and the sun rays and everything like that is going to be an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but refracting it, you, know, you could even use uh, uh, those, uh, the blue light lenses, you know, mm-hmm. just uh, different things to kind of just... Yeah, you definitely need filters for that. Yeah, just fil- filter the, the light coming in, too, to help with uh, radiation. Yeah. What, what space program are you part of? 
There's a bunch of them. Yeah. There's a shitload of space programs, man. Yeah, totally. There's the illegalist space program, which is essentially the Ken Life stuff. Yeah, totally. I, that's like trailer Park, Steal the Moon, yeah. fucking... That's the space program. I'm into the... Yeah, I'm into yeah. the illegalist space program, for sure. Uh, I like the Asan shit, too. The what? Asan. Oh, yeah, there's Asan. Asan. Yeah. They call it Asan, mm. but I'm, my Ken Life does not allow me to say Asan. Asan. More than... Too often. A. Yeah. <laughs> A. San. You from A. San? Yeah. The space Celts will be coming. Enya's, Enya's prophesied <laughs> the space the Celts. Shit. This is the best news I've heard in a really long time. Yeah. The space Celts? <laughs> Enya has been creating, constructing a, a mythos of the space Celts. It's a. It's uh, Celts in space in the future. She's been preparing music for them. She has language for it. Are you serious? So when you close your eyes and listen to Enya, like, yeah, you can be flying over the mountains or you can be in the brooks and the streams and the creeks and you can be in the Caribbean blues, but you can also be in outer space <laughs> for a lot of her music. And that's, that's kind of a beautiful thing because, you know, the steps we take today, you know, are the steps taken uh, tomorrow. These little things, these little fractions, just like a, you know, a band you liked, enjoyed when you were a kid, you know. It's like Enya's preparing people for this next stage, you know. So the other space programs that I can think of is like, there's this site, inhabit.global or something. It's like some weird disaster relief anarchy project thing that they do a lot of, like, pep talks for the apocalypse or whatever. Uh... Like it's like this whole thing. They got this. Um, they put out a book and stuff, and it's like we have a choice between dreary bullshit and a desert Mad Max libertarian dystopia, or read a fucking book and hang out and be nice to people, <laughs> like that kind of shit. But they are pretty like on the, you know, human. What's it called? Building through the apocalypse is yeah. like their slogan. Hmm. That like. Even though everything's shitty and it's getting shittier, the idea is to like think globally and yeah. build the fucking space, do space program shit. Yeah, right? totally. Yeah. yeah, the idea of like the Mad Max apocalypse and uh, you know families protecting their own but not like looking out for others and the paranoia destroy you kind of mentality that's kind of been pushed on people and you know sells a lot of gear. <laughs> Yeah. Is, is a real negative and it's not everyone you know just like today you know if we go to the the store people are going to buy different things at the store if they buy anything at all mm -hmm. you know or they're going to go in the store and just observe you know but um those those futures you know that kind of future couldn't exist you know it's it has no future in it i mean it's a, like a positive future you know it's like the idea of like a positive uh you know futurist sci-fi <sighs> You know, where there's groups that do positive things and take the steps and make that sacrifice, um, you know, is going to exist and does exist already. If it exists today, it'll exist tomorrow. And, you know, it's, it's not going to be one or the other. It's going to be a, like a swirl of all these different concepts, you know. Uh, yeah, there's this one shit that somebody was asking me where I was coming from with the space program shit, and it finally got down to the notion of polyfuturism as far as, like, if this was an ideology and stuff. Mm -hmm. I was getting really into Afrofuturism, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of fucking awesome Afrofuturist shit happening recently, uh, including there's this fucking N.K. Jemisin book where people actually steal the fucking moon, and it's, like, part of the, yeah, and, like, the geological consequences of that <laughs> aren't, like, but, um, uh, and it, it's, like, very personal and interpersonal, like, they bring the sociology into the sci-fi shit. There's also, like, uh... I don't even know how to describe it. There's, like, futurisms, plural, you know? Mm -hmm. And that shit is... was I was thinking of it because you were talking about Enya and the Celtic yeah. shit. It's, like, all this stuff that's different than just, like, the rocket dick of the state going and building the Imperium of Man in the void. But, yeah the void, the unknown. Well, what we do know is what we stand on. Like Buckminster Fuller had a, you know, a good point. This is the best spaceship Earth is the best spaceship oh, out yeah. there. Totally. So really like, you know, to honor that, you know, make your own little cockpit. You're not steering the whole world, but you're steering your region. These little t 
you know, take care of your area. Clean up your fucking zone. <laughs> Clean up your zone. Clean you up know? your fucking zone. Like, this is a great spaceship, you know, it's, you know, there's a lot of uh, struggle in it, a lot of oppression in it, a lot of negative things, but there's also beautiful things, and then alongside the beautiful acts of people is, you know, beautiful things that we should uh, protect, you know, and the beautiful earth that we have, if, you know, if heaven was the beginning, hell would be an end, forgetting what heaven was, you know. We, you know, we still have a chance at it. It's, uh, yeah. The other shit about the futurism is, what I find interesting is, like, like, Native Americans experienced the apocalypse, essentially. Yeah. Like, goblins came over the fucking horizon and eradicated the world. Yep. And that's, like what fucking happened and like the Mad Max dystopia was like produced quite very clearly produced in North Africa like and imposed from without you know there's a lot of goblin guilt too you know (laughs) goblin guilt goblins that say yo (laughs) you know before we got muddy like you know we used to be uh, elves like you you know but they you know they they got pulled over. They started knocking down all the trees. They had this idea, oh, we knocked down the trees and build these big cracks in the ground. And all of a sudden, we just, like, build these weird forts on the ground and pull people out of the goo. Like, that's some heavy stuff. You know, we'll put our, ha- our handprint on you. You're stamped. You know, you oh, you, you got the, the white hand on your face now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going to do this. You know, it's, it's such a weak route. You know, it's such a weak route. And it's, you know, it, it's sad to think that that's, you know, a lot of... Uh, the mainstream right now you know, whether they see themselves as righteous or goblins like there's a lot of guilt in there and the way people deal with guilt is very very different you know mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know what to do what they're supposed to do is go shoot up the DMV or walk by it <laughs> or choose to not go there yeah. <laughs> yeah. today I will not go to the DMV <laughs> it's not that bad I went in there and I, you know, I was about to walk out myself I was like, this is going to take forever, and, you know, they're chill there, and I know that people that work there know the stipulations of where they're, they're working, and uh, they were friendly, you know, so, like, even going there and being friendly to them maybe makes the world, you know, your zone a little chiller, because <laughs> there's some angry people at the DMV, and everyone had that one person who just failed everyone and just hated their life, and, you know, it's sad, but there's also, like, I don't know. I feel like there's also a lot of cool people there too, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's nice to walk by it now, for sure. I mean, like, the ultimate victory of the fucking space program would be to come up into the DMV and start eating chicken and waffles and just turn it into a party or something. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's the fucking... That's, like, the difference between... That's why it's, like, not the Nazi space program. It's the fucking illegalist space program. Yeah. Where it's like, we're doing this because... You say we shouldn't be doing this, and now you're doing it too because it's the shit. Or <laughs> like, thinking about also just can life shit. Like we are, we are sitting under uh, what is it like 15 miles of atmosphere or something like that, and we are not in a pressurized can right now. Mm-hmm. But one day, one day that will be a lot of people's lives. You know. Social stratification will occur in space, and people will live on, people will have to, like, do the whole lean oxygen thing, you know, like, and, like, mine asteroids and be stuck up there living in barracks. Gosh. So I mean, social stratification does not have to occur in space. No, it doesn't, actually. Like, human life doesn't really, like, the way you define a species it has a lot to do with habitat, mm-hmm. and there's nothing mm. about the Earth habitat that extends 15 miles up yeah like like the can life shit means like is this is like the process of becoming a different species yeah once you start you know you're not like you know we hunted the mammoth and shit we're not hunting the mammoth no more now we're can man <laughs> like, can man yeah, yeah. wally blubber balls <laughs> i am can man yeah. <laughs> i like the uh, can man i like the blubber balls Kim Stanley Robinson's terrarium thing just got going on in like 2312 and stuff just like hollowing out asteroids and using those as like the means of transportation around the mm-hmm. around the solar system to different yeah. planets and stuff it's like literally like whole habitats you know like yeah it's yeah. awesome yeah hollowing out an asteroid like 
literally is like building a, a 3D printer drill with like uh, bag structures, you know, coiled up inside of it that it can release where it drills into the side and starts, you know, kind of reverse engineering, just printing out the hollow space in there and then bagging all the material on the outside because you can't lose it. You know, everything is precious when you're on an Astro. You need that. Yeah, totally. So you bag it on the outside and then you, you take that and you put a resin in there and you first spray the inside once you've hollowed out your space. You create a, you know, a polymer inside there that you know, uh, seals it. Mm-hmm. And then you start printing the walls within there and all the forms. And then, you know, then that, uh, that little printer goes outside of it, opens up, and then creates uh, like a, probably a Peltier's would be a, a good way to go. Oh, Peltier's would be awesome, yeah. Where you'd use the, the cooling and the heating process, you know, the, mm-hmm. the opposition, like, you know, the polars to, to create energy. Um, you could use, uh, yeah, I guess, you could use solar panels, but, you know, that would take up a lot of room. To make that uh, you know functional in a those way, those things have to be rotating too. Those yeah. like terrarium environments, because I mean, like first of all, the asteroid needs to be like a mile wide, and then it needs to be spinning. Yeah. So then, it, if you yeah. could use that spin and have little tails that kind of just whip off of it and spin, like producing different forms of energy. Yeah. Or, in the end, you know, nuclear energy is the thing. It is actually in space. Yeah. There's nothing to destroy with it and all that stuff. It's already yeah. radiated outside. Mm-hmm. You just fucking. It's only the, the particles though, like. I don't know, yeah, if, some, if there's, like, a leak and then you actually get, like, contamination inside of a spacecraft, then it's fucked. But at least it's, like, fucked in space. Yeah. I mean, that's like, you have blown up your car and you died. And <laughs> yeah, totally. It's not yeah. like you have ended all, you know, you've ended your zone. Yeah, totally. So when you fuck up nuclear <laughs> on Earth, you not just failed to clean up your zone, you ended it as yeah, a zone. Yeah. Well, we should protect the zones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to be cleaning that shit up. You have ended your zone. <laughs> Game over. You Continue. are the weakest zone. You. Goodbye. The bus probably gonna come over later. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Puck Random recommended it to me. Thirteen reasons why. I think it's kind of a teen drama thing, but mm. you know. Those can be like fluffy reading. Space program podcast. Oh. You want, you want to, I don't know what to yeah. say. Are you a space program? About, so. I'm not a space program, like, as myself. Why not? <laughs> I am space program. <laughs> I feel like it takes a lot more people than just a, one. A lone star. This is snake and pigeon hole. I thought we were going to call him Jake. No, yeah, Jake's <laughs> fine. Jake's fine. Huh. Anyway. Cool. Or Jeff? Yeah. What have you guys been talking about? You know, like the Anunnaki and like um, Metal Slug. Yeah, can like video games where you don't go to the DMV. Yeah. Video games where you don't go to the DMV. Yeah, so that's the game. That's like, like I'm just not gonna go to the DMV. <laughs> all video games don't. You don't really go to the DMV. Yeah. No, there's some DMV video games. They exist. Huh. I don't think I've ever. You know, like, what if you were in Grand Theft Auto and you, like, you know, punch a guy in the face and you steal a car, yeah. and then you go to the DMV? To like register it. Huh? Yeah. To register it or something? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a good idea, actually. But why, do they have that? Can you do that oh, in no, Grand Theft Auto? So. That'd be I sick. Yeah, totally, that'd be so awesome. So the cops don't chase you. Yeah, totally. Wouldn't that make that game so much easier? Yeah. That's the hack, you have to find where the DMV is. That's the cheat code. get away from the cops, you get the car, and you register it as yours, don't you kind of, isn't that like kind of winning? Like, isn't that... Yeah, Grand Theft, you won Grand Theft. Yeah. <laughs> you successfully Grand Thefted. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Qualities. Did a gen show close Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Rainy, not Wyatt. Okay. I told her where you're at. Oh. Clem showed up at the same time. Oh, yeah. Everything is... A little wacky. I took the dog. Hung out with Puck for a little while and ate chocolate. That sounds fun. <laughs> it was nice. It was a human moment. It was a nice human moment. That we are people. Yeah. Together we do human Sometimes things. Sometimes it's hard to get out of her. You know, she's like super busy and really like project oriented. Like we 
sat and ate chocolate together. Talked about life and Gracie and shit. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was good. Yeah. Who's worse? Daleks or Cybermen? I think they're both equally bad. A Cybermen? You're talking about from Dragon Ball Z? No, Cybermen. Cybermen? Oh, okay. I don't know. The, the Borg? Oh, the Borg. Oh, the Borg. Oh, Borg. Or Cybermen. Like, okay, pretty so much the, the Cybermen... Oh, you're talking about Doctor Who. This is Doctor yeah, Who. The yeah, the Cybermen think yeah. that they're, they're the ultimate uh, race, and they assimilate people, where the, the, the Daleks just kill everybody else. Yeah. yeah, because they're robots. The Daleks are yeah, Nazis, like... and the Cybermen is Amazon. Uh, I don't know. Cybermen. No, no. Actually, the Cybermen are probably worse. Mm. I feel like that's both terrible. When they like, when the Cybermen take you, they erase all of your feelings and just like replace you with like, um, you know, now you're an ant in the colony. Yeah. And that's pretty fucking terrible. But like it's also board. pretty fucking terrible to just kill and slaughter people because they're not you. Like. Yeah. Mm. Both, think, both are bad. Yeah, I feel like it's one isn't worse than the other. That's really interesting question to try and like like weigh those things against each other when it's just like the simple answer is they're just terrible both of them are just terrible yeah mm. yeah well thinking about the what are they call the Daleks Dalek yeah Daleks. Daleks. it's a trash can with a mop coming out yeah, of it yeah. a machine gun or whatever yeah totally yeah. I, I mean like they're just an entirely different species of being and so they just can't they're like if they just like show up somewhere they just you know make that place habitable you know for themselves are they intentionally evil though I haven't really watched her they're designed by uh, evil mastermind of some sort oh really they're the only alien species Doctor Who will actively kill oh yeah because they're just that shitty their whole MO is like they find and destroy all life that is not Dalek wow (laughs) yeah one time, I just wanted to know what kind of Doctor Who parody porn was out there, and I looked it up, and it was pretty fantastic. The Daleks, instead of having the plunger on their arms, oh had dildos, <laughs> and instead of saying exterminate, they were like, exterminate, and oh it, my God. it was pretty good. I like It was 30 minutes long, and I watched it like for cinematic purposes. <laughs> Knock knock. Who's there? Doctor. Doctor who? No, Doctor Zhivago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was good. <laughs> There's gonna be hours of recording of us just like good. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna be rich, you guys. We're gonna be fucking rich. Yep. We're gonna go out there. We're gonna like take the internet by the balls. And tell it to do things for us. Yep. And it will say it's gonna, and then it won't. Yeah, they have, but they're just... It's like Amazon. Yeah. We're gonna be like the next Amazon. Yeah. Everything's a spring, you know, right? now they they gotta... Yeah. It's the hundredth monkey experiment, you know? So enough people start looking at them, their spring starts gushing out, and people start thinking that's the river of life. Oh, look. All this water shooting out of this thing, this dispersing water. But we're all springs. Every idea is a spring that starts, you know, with the snow in the mountains. And, you know, cross country is 90% mental, 10% physical. When you have a good snow year, you got good springs. So, you know. I like that we These kind of springs grow, and the more people that, you know, are on that level, you know, living on that plane, you know, the stronger that spring gets and it feeds the river. And, you know, if we have good intention, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be cold clear water, healthy water, you know. Why are you diverting all this water to the ocean? Yeah, why are you diverting all this water to the ocean? <laughs> that was like the saddest thing I read during the summer. It kind of blew my mind that somebody could be that stupid. Oh, about what? Oh, Trump said something about the, the fires in Northern California and how we should clear cut so that there's nothing for the fire to catch on to. And why are we diverting all of the water to the ocean? Like, he'd never heard of a river before, and that's how, like, rivers work. The water flows to the ocean. And also, I think it was inflammatory. I think he knows what he's doing. He's a fucking... All he is is a media sensation. And he says dumb shit because that's what he's there for. He's Mm -hmm. kayfabe. He hurts people. He's a clown. Yeah, for sure. 
He's, he's a, a really scary clown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The what's it? The kayfabe shit. The what's kayfabe? Is like K-pop? No, it's uh, WWF shit. It's wow. like you have a character and you never break character. Mm-hmm. And like, there's like the good guy. And then there's the bad guy who everyone roots against or whatever. But the bad guy sells tickets, you know? Yeah. Like, The Undertaker sells tickets. The Rock used to be a bad guy, and look what happened, you know? Yeah. Ooh, that's a quality lizard over there. They, be- they became the, your the baddest good guy for a while there. I mean, the narrative yeah, that's of like WWF, the whole... like, sold, partly sold it. The wrestling was fun to watch. It's almost like a dance or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, the narrative... That was like, and now we're gonna have the rematch, so he can win his girl oh, back or something. Yeah. It was always, look, children on bikes. Yeah, but they, they, they leave certain, uh, certain options. They just never left open. What are they doing? In WCW. Yeah. Oh, they're going. You guys, I think we're gonna get beat up. Uh oh. Yeah, by a bunch of children <laughs> on bikes. Hey yo. <laughs> Hi. Hey, do. Hey, remember me? Oh, of course, I remember you, Logan. Absolutely. Yeah. Feel free. I hope you catch some big fish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that kid. Heck yeah. When I, the first time I ever met that kid, and like I hadn't been in town for very long, and he like comes up to me at the store and he's like, Remember me? I'm Logan. And I'm like, I've never met you before. And he's like, Nope. Remember me? And I was like, <laughs> No. I'm, I'm like, This is like my second day in town. And he was just like, Insisted that I had met him before. Whoa. Very strongly. Whoa. Yeah. That's some past life stuff. Yeah. yeah. There's a very. Shit. There's a limiting aspect to the wrestling. And this is, I think, the biggest problem that we face as humans today <laughs> is that, you know, we can't be humane because dude love, mankind, and Cactus Jack can never meet each other in the ring. And yet they're always in the ring at the same time. So they can never fight each other. None of them can ever win. You know, you have dude love. It's like, that's love right there. Dude love, hey. You have mankind, which is, you know, kind of everyone. You can't really see their face, you know? They're just, like, kind of covered up. He has got the best fucking outfit. Leather mask. Mankind. Mankind. And Cactus Jack. I mean... He was a fucking artistic statement. That dude was awesome. Was he actually at WWE? But they're not actually... They were all the same wrestler, so they could never actually fight each other. They were? It was the same dude <laughs> the whole time. And that's the problem is they set up these these kind of constructs where it's like, oh, well, these concepts can never actually fight each other because they're the same person. Oh, my god! You know, Cactus Jack and Dude Love are the same freaking mankind. It's a problem, you know? And oh, that's kind of a limiting factor. So I mean, know. yeah, no, that's essentially what's happening. Like, especially in the U.S. right now, we got the Coke or Pepsi election choices and stuff like oh, that. Gross. But that extends way deeper into like, you know, the work or don't work, or you know, like yeah, I go for Doctor Skipper or Doctor Pib or uh, one of the other. Barbecue water. Mister Pib. Mister Pib. Mister Pib. Mister Doctor Pib. And I heard another one the other day. Like, whenever you see that one soda and it says Mr. Doctor or something, you're like, oh, I know that flavor. But, you know, they have to throw a different name on it every single time. And, mm-hmm. you know, they all taste the same. They've all got a similar color to the can, too. Or... Yeah. You guys, Snake is dead. Snake. Just so you know. You never really knew Snake. They're gone. It's Mr. Doctor now. Mr. Doctor. <laughs> Mr. Doctor is <laughs> definitely Mr. Doctor. By any chance, see uh, the show called. Glow, the, uh, the glorious ladies of wrestling. Whoa! Yeah, gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous ladies, ladies of wrestling. Of wrestling. Mm. Uh, it was an actual show in the eighties. It didn't last as long as like the men's wrestling show, but pretty fucking cool. And then they wow. made a show about the making of the show, and that was really fun. Cool. Well, oh, China's dead. China, the wrestler. Really? Oh, yeah, they're oh, dead. Shit. Wasn't she That's married to Flavor Flav for a second? Yeah. That sounds beautiful, but yeah. they're dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. That sucks. What happened? I don't know. We should probably uh, check that out at some point. Yeah, we should really look that up. We're going to get a fact check on that right yeah. quick. Yeah. I mean, they are dead. Have, like a memorial but moment. I don't know if it was like uh, maybe something related to like their 
just like overworking themselves and overworking their heart or something, or if it was yeah. a, a suicide or drug overdose. But mm-hmm. you know, I think they were pretty. I think they were pretty sad. You know, like their their heyday. You know. Um, I mean, after that, I mean, like I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know them or their life. Joan Marie Laurer, who went by the name China in the ring, died in her home at Redondo Beach on the 20th of April, 2016, of an apparent overdose. Her induction into the WWE Hall of Fame was prevented by concerns of children googling her stage name and finding her porn career. Nevertheless, China Doll made an impression on a generation of shitty little millennial kids. China was the baddest bitch, and this world is crappier without her in it. say like after you're done wrestling you can just chill you know you have the money you have the royalties and stuff you know you can yeah just, you can just chill you're like i wrestled biceps and then, the size of a fucking horse yeah the thing yeah. is with people and we've seen it with like you know weed gangsters they get all their money and they spend it before the season's even over and then they're broke for yeah. half the year yeah i feel like famous people do that shit too it's like they just keep spending it and then they don't think about the future mm-hmm. Yeah, so, or you're stuck or, as an entity for the rest of your life. So you're like, oh, you're China. You know, it's like, damn it, that's not who I am. Uh-huh. Like, that, that's yeah. like, that was a role I played to serve a part, to survive in this world. And it worked really well for a long time. Now I'm stuck as that. I think that drives people nuts, you know. The KFAB <laughs> yeah. shit totally applies to the podcast shit. All the, the podcasting bullshit, the, what ties all the different episodes of, for instance, Chapo Trap House together, mm-hmm. is that they make like a an image of themselves and like uh, like in people's lives as well like people that sell shit on Etsy you have to like brand yourself yeah, you ever yeah. see these like Snapchat uh, self salesmen like the van life people yeah. are all about yeah. that like they like take hard. pictures of themselves like being in their van by the beach mm-hmm. you ever heard of stories like people that were using certain kind of uh, media outlets and when those <laughs> outlets disappeared it's like their entire life went with it. Like they needed that. That was their only way of like connecting to other human beings oh was God. through like one of those many, you know, MySpace yeah. or yeah. But there, yeah, there was a bunch of other. I mean, yeah, I don't really know too much about them, but I like to pronounce it Fazbuck. No, Fazbuck. Fazbuck. Our space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Clean up your Whoa, zone. Clean yeah. up your goddamn zone. <laughs> we should just clone, do a MySpace, like an early MySpace clone. Yeah. And call it our space. Somehow this has not yeah. been done. Yeah. I don't know. And we should actually yeah. allow, like, HTML, like, styling and shit like that, you know? Like, do, you know, still have your own homepage and shit. But, but also have everybody's homepage be the same page. Like everybody shares the same thing. It's just one wall. So just our the space. fucking constantly scrolling universe of our space. Yeah, totally. I like that. Just one. Isn't there's that one profile. Like the front page of Reddit, though. I mean, yeah. kind of end up like that. Yeah, I guess. So. But it's like less pictures of dogs and more like people whining about their dad. Are you sure? <laughs> people post a lot of pictures of dogs on the internet. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I'm not saying no pictures of dogs. I'm saying pictures of dogs like, that are mad at their parents. Would I feel be just like that behavior bit, doesn't change when you change dogs. the venue. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dogs with like their hair sort of combed to the one side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, topic dogs. Oh, the cloud looks like the Wu Tang Clan logo. Oh shit! It does. <laughs> <laughs> this is that one. This is that one right here. Oh wow. <laughs> you're yeah. fucking sending smoke signals. Right. <laughs> I was trying to be lazy and not look at it, but it sounds yeah. think, think big. It's, it's a fucking Wu Tang. Yeah, it was, it's oh, changing. Shit. It had yeah. a little more of the the middle part. That cloud ain't nothing to yeah, fuck whatever. with. Yeah, don't don't fuck with that cloud. It don't, yeah. Look at the clouds. Look at you, shadow, shadow, <laughs> So yeah, the space program shit and the kayfabe stuff, I feel like, go together because, like, modern politics is kayfabe. And to get anything done in the modern world, you pretty much have to kayfabe. Is the point I was, like, going for or whatever. Word, yeah. And, no, like, me and Max have been kayfabing as, uh, he's from the agency, and he just acts as though we have this, like, 
dichotomy of like he's coming from the agency at the center of the cosmos being like the fuck why have you not cleaned up your zone yeah. and i'm like recording uh radio in the rain and distorting it and just being like it's fucked we cannot clean up this zone <laughs> <laughs> oh. there's fucking wwf in the white house i don't know what the fuck to do about this do you have a room <laughs> like, the, the concept of clean up your zone versus the space program is, or like how it works with the space program is interesting yeah mm-hmm. instead of just leaving and leaving mess behind which is what i feel like a lot of like a lot of people think of when they think of space that space is like the rescue for humanity and that we'll leave this like trash pile behind and we'll leave all the people who aren't rich enough to get on the spaceships behind in the trash pile and then go off into like luxury space condos. Yeah. But <laughs> that's also not the way that that should work out. Yeah, I'm trying to communicate that like humanity has not been contacted by aliens in any sort of official manner because like they're all just sort of staring at us appalled. Well, also, we're because using we're humongous sick. antenna radios. Like, if we were more conscious, we'd be, you know, closing our eyes and being quiet for a long ass time and getting those messages. Or, you know, we're just we're doing it the I wrong way. Think that there are, yeah, maybe. Did you ever be the three body problem woman? Yes, yeah, so, yeah, I read the whole thing. Yeah, cool. yeah, totally. Also, I like, I kind of, it's horrifying, honestly, that that uh, that perspective on on like alien life. Dark sociology. Yeah, totally. I guess I just started thinking about it because the first part with the antennas, the the whole first book, Mm -hmm. is kind of focused on that technology of like sending messages into space. Yep, totally. Then they use the sun as a friggin' amplifier. Like, what the fuck? The short version, dark force sociology, is that all aliens, all species, all of life, essentially are Daleks, because when you get down to it, when you start, when you get a good view of the universe, you realize that there's a certain amount of universe. And you are gonna need all of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if, totally. you know, if TV killed the radio star, you know, you got radio waves, you got the, you got the rainbow, you got color waves, and you got gasoline, you got four wheelers and dirt bikes, all these different ways of communicating to each other. You know, like what's the thing that the the one that we're trying, and then also the frequency we're using is the one that you know is being listened for. You know, when they first made like, and that's not when they first did, but I know the military was working on some radios. I think it was out in Germany. I was talking to a a traveling dude, old old man. He had some beautiful music and his guitar, good spirit. But back in the day, he was in Germany, and they were setting up these radios. And he said at the at the beginning. They were getting all this feedback, and they couldn't figure out where the feedback was coming from because they were working at, like, 8.76 or some real low, 8.36, something like that, some real low frequency, and what they are picking up was the frequency of planet Earth. So mm-hmm. after that, they started going to really high frequencies, which, you know, threw everything off. They threw off the whales, the birds, the bugs, us especially. I mean, not us especially, but, you know, we're no exception. So these, you know, the the further technology gets, the you know, three G, four G, five G, you know, it's just these higher frequencies that are really just, you know, disrupting us all. It's it's uh, it's too much for us. But if we started going to those lower frequencies, that's I mean, that's the frequency Earth plays with. You know, that's that's where the the word is. That's where. You ever hear of that bridge? <laughs> In um, in Washington, I think outside of Tacoma, galloping Gertie, uh, galloping Gertie. I was going to say Wonky <laughs> Willie, but <laughs> <laughs> some other shit. But like literally, what happened in that bridge Butch. is that the wind hit it at the same frequency that the bridge holds, and uh, the bridge fell to pieces. Literally, damn, the bridge yeah. had its frequency, and the wind matched it, and it just yeah. fell apart. That's really cool. It's well, that, fucking awesome. There's well, video like, of it. Yeah. Wow. You're talking about yeah. frequencies and like trying to match the frequency of the yeah. world, but what if it ends up like galloping Gertie? And, yeah. Like, well, it's the frequencies of people too. Like if everyone was the same, you know, if everyone was the same, we'd have a problem because everyone would fall at the same time. Yeah. You know, you look at a lot of ancient walls of these, you know, these cultures that are like long. You know, we just, you know, these mysteries. They're like, how did they do this and that? You look at these walls, and every single rock is a different shape and different form, yet they per- fit together perfectly, you know? Mm-hmm. Just like if you were to take a pen and scribble on a piece of paper, you can have all these weird shapes, but obviously it fits together perfectly, but none of them are affected by the same note. Mm. So at no one time is everything going to crumble. Mm. You know, it's the idea of, like, uh, diversity is, is a beautiful thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. 
What if the sound was not only like I, I know that there's like so many like theories. Sound that, is like, shape. Sound you, is. Yeah. I mean, people use stuff. There's so there's like hella theories that people have put forth saying like, oh yeah, they use sound to levitate rocks and stuff. You know, like, yeah. Throughout history, that's like partially how like the like the pyramids were built or something, yeah, you know, coral castle or whatever. But what if people actually, since they knew that, since many like if if they knew that if many cultures separately knew how to utilize sound and frequency to like levitation they could use that as warfare and stuff so like they oh, could yeah. like literally like you know yell at a at a wall in the way that they know how to yell at a wall and then just like destroy the wall yeah. it's kind of like the whole like biblical like uh the walls of like jericho or whatever you know they like blasted a horn at the wall like yeah. literally sound and like it just toppled the walls but that's also kind of a fairy tale no. Well, yeah. I mean, no. yeah. The, Jer- the walls of Well, no. I mean, there was there was this one dude. I believe he was in England, but he you know he's playing the saxophone. He noticed when he played this certain note, like a glass or something in his house would vibrate. He would synchronize with it and feel mm-hmm. that emotion. It was a different shape than you know a saxophone, but that note sang to this specific shape. I mean, so I think he, that's back at the like. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Well, no. He ended up. Uh, creating this little machine it's like this little aluminum ball you put into water and you turn it on and instantly it boils the water because he synchronized the note to whatever shakes water just enough to make it you know because what is just what a microwave vibration yeah Mm. so it's a a microwave but it was like this instantaneous specifically for the water note you know and it's that's a microwave yeah that's that fucking bandwidth right there is yeah yeah, that's how, that's actually how it heats food, right? Microwaves heat food by vibrating the yeah, water. Right actually, water. Yeah. that's how music affects us too. That's why we have like people that are into different kinds of music because you get all these notes that hit you throughout your life, these pains, traumas, these beauties, and then you hear music. There's certain things that I don't want to say everybody, but you know, people listen to and it calms them. But then there's also like, you know, we have all these different uh, genres of music and different musicians that are springing a note that somehow you know has affected them. And that creates these different forms, and then people cling to those. And you know, there's a lot of like really like garbage music out there that's like purposely almost you know intended to spring garbage notes. And you know, it's just a sad thing we live in a world where mainstream really kind of pushes a lot of those. Creed. Yeah. <laughs> Hold me now. I'm sick. I don't know. Creed's not. Look yeah. at this graph. Creed makes it feel <laughs> something. So I don't know if that's the worst note out there, but it's also, yeah. They couldn't agree on a note and the band broke up, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Insane Clown Posse is one of the, you know, they have one of the biggest followings in the world. And I've also seen magazines are like, oh, the number one worst band of all time, Insane Clown. It's like, but they have so many followers. It's like, what yeah. What are they doing that relates to people? It's just the music and the frequency, though. They, like... They cultivated, like, a, if you listen to this music, you're part of this, like, fucked up K-fabe, shitty family. The K-fabe, but you're yeah, part yeah, of need family. to be part of something. Everyone's part of something. They were on WWE, like weren't not. they? Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I believe it. They're big on the wrestling, actually. But certain yeah, things, right. like, spring to people. It's totally like, this is, Wait, this is, is that how they note. actually started? This is what I love. I don't know. You know, this is how I feel. Yes, you know what gotta, I'm... You gotta do the yeah. research on Which that. Which is beautiful and dangerous yeah should blow on the microphone <laughs> every time we want to do a fact check so i can see I mean, it the fucking fact check the icp actually formed their own professional wrestling federation called juggalo championship wrestling who's the International Communist Party oh. relationship to the World Wildlife Fund. <laughs> uh, that was good. Yeah, people have been fighting over <laughs> WWF, you know. Which is weird, you know. You have these sounds. It's like if you had a, a shape for a sound, WWF and WWF are not the same shape or sound. Yeah. You know, so those first initials. <laughs> initials really break down code and destroy, like, the creativity of our planet. Are you Why on that? They be worried? Are you on that Chomsky shit where like, dude claimed that there was like a piece of your brain that sort of creates language and is hardwired in, and language is only a certain way, and so like conceivably you can like hit somebody with a brown note word, mm-hmm. and like just like affect their brain, yeah, like you're throwing binary at a computer. Or yeah, something. totally. I was kind of waiting for the brown note to show up. I'm talking about this uh, 
like the music thing because like I feel like a lot of I don't know. I, feel I like thought we were talking about Creed. About the brown note, yeah. But it's like, <laughs> did they put that in their music? <laughs> yes, definitely. Their, their music is that. <laughs> their music is you that. You guys, yeah. if we can hit certain frequencies and make things fall apart, how come it doesn't happen more often on accident? That's it something. does. Well, because things like resonance is so. Some things can have really good resonance just because of their chemical makeup and they're like, you know, well, you know, like, and I don't know, a bridge is made primarily out of metal. And if mm-hmm. it's like, like a string, imagine it's like a string that's like being, it's like on a, like a guitar or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. it still has tension. The bridge itself has tension. And since it's uniform in its material, then that means that it's, it ha- picks up, it can pick up resonance easier, you know? And other things, like composite materials, like that, I don't know, like wood stool right there. Like, yeah, if there was like a a horn blasted at it, it won't lose its structural integrity because it's made up of a bunch of different things and Mm -hmm. it's kind of more chaotic. It's like you were describing the walls with the rocks that have different, you know, shapes and stuff. Well, the thing is, too, is like you have like radio waves, you have colors, you have, you know, you have imagery. Like imagery holds notes too. You know, you look mm-hmm. at a uh, image of a mutilated person. It's like, oh, if you think of the note which there is, it's like, you know, people do like uh, sound music, but they're just like they're not. You know, they're making really like kind of violent sound music. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it's like this mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. ripping these things apart. And, <laughs> that's so and that, that, that's that relates like. to us, you know. But we look at an yeah. image, and like certain <laughs> images, we like we cling to and we enjoy. Certain images are like yeah. too simple for us. You know, certain images. Whatever our standard is, certain images, like, you know, people cling to those, those like, kind of heavy, dark things, too. You know, something about it comforts them. So, like, music, like, imagery, all these things are, you know, playing into us continuously. Yeah. I mean, resonances exist everywhere, anyways. And, like, uh, they're just, I don't know. What, like, decoding, or, like, uh, what's decompiling, not decompiling. Yeah, well, it's like when you, when you speak um, and you, like, say words you're encoding meaning and that resonance I don't know yeah you decoding is a form of like resonance too because it fits like I don't know how, how fuck can I describe that I'm getting kind of wing nutty right now the um, thing about it the Max is from the agency and the agency is the stacks and the cities are stacks and the cities are where the cans are stacked and the idea is to be the fucking can in the back of the fucking cupboard that nobody actually wants to eat no fucking shredded green beans or anything and you'll just live forever in your fucking can but the whole thing I don't like that though that's fucked up like, it's why? totally fucked yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah so like yeah so you have to vacuum pack yourself basically you know like or you have to you have to literally can yourself you know like well, language has brought us to this point where, like, my brain is a can, your brain is a can, and we encode uh, messages back and forth. Cool vehicle. Yeah. People are all Language. We have canned language. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What the fuck is going on? Hey, of one thing to another person mm-hmm. how that relates to like yeah. I want to know what resonant, resonance looks like in that them. sense and how to talk about it like mm-hmm. from one encapsulated body to the next or what do you call it the Marxist term the yeah. uh, enclosed body mm-hmm. the can life shit is all about the enclosed <laughs> body and so like language and resonance is some way of repeating an experience from one to the next and sort of living forever in that way mm-hmm. instead of having to be the can in the back of the cupboard you can be all the fucking cans and you can encapsulate the whole fucking stack because you resonate with everyone else mm-hmm. that's some Borg shit also that's on some this is the whole thing about Daleks and Borg yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if you fuck up this way you go Dalek you fuck up that way you go Borg mm-hmm. <laughs> space programs yeah Dude, that's where... Oh, God. With the whole three-body problem thing, like, where they... Those two ships are leaving to colonize mm-hmm. another planet, and then they both, like, immediately turn hyper-militaristic. Like, they were in the first place, but it just, like, crystallized, like, immediately. Yeah. And then they fucking... One of them destroyed the other one before they even knew what to do, you know? Because they're just like, we need the resources. Yeah, like, sorry. that's it. We're fucks. Yeah. We'll live longer if you're dead. What's yeah, that? totally. 
what is, how does he describe that? She describes like the sudden sensation of the void. Mm-hmm. Totally. They, it's like a, their it's bridges like are burned behind them or something mm-hmm. like that. And they had people coming with them and there was support and communication. There was communication to Earth mm-hmm. and then there wasn't. Yeah. And so all of a sudden they felt the fucking void, looked mm-hmm. at each other, and murder happened. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And but they but it was like totally fucking like visceral biological necessity to like do that apparently. Yeah, they like couldn't not do it. Yeah. And they yeah, it was like it was so crazy how visceral he, he put it in the book too. Like like it was yeah. All of a sudden, you're just a in a room holding a gun to somebody's head, and yeah. it's like, they're also holding a gun to your head. Yeah, and you're like, I need your resources. Like, there's like, I didn't even, yeah. yeah. You can't put the gun down. Sooner or later, someone's going to pull the trigger. Yeah, totally. People don't have ideas. Ideas have people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a word, I guess, yeah. I mean, it's a fucking, like, what is it, the, the uh, as, like, Neil Stevenson put it in one of his books, the Hylian, the Hylian Theoric Realm or something like that. Mm. Um, do you, you ever watch, you ever read that book? Which um, one? Uh, Anathem. And yeah, Anathem. Yeah. Anathem. 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 Which is totally not a reference to Anthem. Which is written by what's her face that banged Newt Gingrich or whatever. Oh, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> fucking, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. The fucking lady, uh, the libertarian. Yeah. The. Come on. The. Atlas Shrugged. Atlas Shrugged. Oh, oh, uh, Ayn Rand. I, yeah. I wrote a book called Anthem, and I thought that Anthem was a reference to that. Oh, yeah. No. I mean, it could have been, though, honestly, but honestly. I mean, Society of Science Monks. You know, that's, that's a little different. Well, yeah, I don't know even how they would fucking relate or whatever. Yeah. But. Ayn Rand definitely eats farts. There's that. <laughs> Uh, fact check. Fact check. Does Ayn Rand eat farts? True. She fucks not Milton Friedman. She banged Milton Friedman, not Newt Gingrich. No one's ever banged Newt Gingrich. These bugs are coming out. We should close the door soon. Also, uh, wait, didn't that guy like end up making the Rain Foundation and stuff, and like he ended up going like way away from like her? Friedman. Yeah. No, fucking Friedman was who is that? Ran the Fed. Um, oh. During Bush, I think. Oh, what? Really? I think. Oh, okay. Well, uh, the more you know. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah, somebody, the people that multiple people that banged Ayn Rand did White House stuff, and that's how much everyone trusts the White House. Because mm. fucking, they're out there smoking crack with that lady. <laughs> yeah. Whom eats farts. Yeah. Ayn Rand fucked Alan Greenspan, not Milton Friedman. Greenspan was chairman of the Federal Reserve from 1987 to 2006. He was also a waffle twat who played a big role in the dot-com boom and the 2008 slaughter of millennial dreams. She's not alive now, is she? Was she ever? I don't know. deep-fried every single sandwich ingredient. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do they do that, typically? No. Oh. I just had a set of tongs and a deep-fryer, and I didn't fucking, you know, deep-fried lettuce? Turned out it's just not lettuce anymore. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but, uh, 
some of the other stuff was pretty good. I forget which. Mm-hmm. Like the onions did well. Um, I feel like the cabbage did well, but I can't mm-hmm. remember. Peppers. It's good shit. How are you going to deep fry shit in space? Oh, damn, that's a good point. Oh, fuck. Dude, can life needs a fucking deep fryer. Yeah. <laughs> There's no... Oh, no. <laughs> you could probably do a low fryer. What's a low fryer? It'd be like a slow cooker fryer because you're going to have to filter and reuse, you know. Again, that frying oil is, is liquid gold up in space. You can't, you can't overdo it. So you have to figure out whatever, you know, temperature just doesn't really break it down. You kind of just slowly take that process because also, you're, you know, you got to be good with energy too. Mm-hmm. Find some slow ray. You could do like a magnifying glass, <clears throat> maybe on a gyroscope that spins around your craft always facing the sun. And that's hitting or that's kind of boiling a boiler. So you always have that kind of boiled heat going. Yeah. You gotta have a massive to have. You, I'm assuming you got an energy source. Yeah. But the oil itself is liquid. Yeah. And will kill you. So you're gonna have oh, like centrifugal force. Superheated. Oh, centrifugal force. I guess does it. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, you could have someone in the can swinging a bucket around yeah. with, <laughs> with hot oil. Do not stop swinging. This <laughs> Yeah. One day you're <laughs> casting gold rings, the next day it's a chicken. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the most trusted name in swinging. <laughs> oh, that's a fucking market for for can life. It makes swinging things, things that swing. Huh. <laughs> we have the swinging machine. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting in your tin can with the swinging machine. <laughs> Here I am sitting in a tin can with a swinging machine. Okay. That's not a good... Uh, <laughs> it's not going to sell. <laughs> I'm going to make a sausage or something. I don't know what. I'm going to get a jacket. <laughs>